There's a lot in the news about SpaceX's Starlink internet satellite service and their ability to bring high-speed connectivity to remote locations around the world. And while the promise of satellite broadband connections sounds great, they've typically fallen short of what you can get from a wired connection. One of the big challenges with satellite broadband is latency. Now, latency is very often misunderstood. It is the time it takes a packet to traverse the network, and this can drastically impact your total throughput. To understand this issue, let's talk about a couple of major network protocols, TCP, Transmission Control Protocol, and UDP, User Datagram Protocol. TCP provides the mechanisms to control the flow of packets across a network. It allows you to recognize when packets get lost and retransmit them. It can identify when the network begins to get congested and throttle back. It does a great many very useful things. In order for all of this to happen, the sender needs to receive an acknowledgement from the receiver of the packet. And this is where the latency of a network comes in. As the round trip time between network endpoints grows, the amount of data that can flow across a TCP stream goes down. TCP gets hung up waiting for the ACK packets and the transfer rates go down. This is why even though someone might put in a 10 gig connection between like say Kansas and Jakarta, they're disappointed when they don't get 10 gigs of throughput necessarily. And that's because the sender has to wait to get an acknowledgement from the receiver before it can send more packets and that slows things down. UDP, on the other hand, does not guarantee transmission like TCP and sends data without ever needing to receive a confirmation. This type of protocol is useful for streaming data where it doesn't entirely matter if a packet gets lost here or there. And because of this, it can move more data over high bandwidth, high latency connections. Now, this is not to say that latency still doesn't impact it because it can cause delays and latency's brother, Jitter, can really mess up communications. You can think of Jitter as a variable latency, which is what causes those strange robotic sounds, chirps and dropouts on audio calls. So getting back to satellite broadband, there's some latency limitations built in due to the speed of light. We often think of the speed of light as being very fast, but in the world of telecommunications, it can be a bottleneck. Now, there was a study put out by Corinthia University of Applied Sciences in Vienna that said Starlink latency varied from two seconds to just under 30 milliseconds. They found that on average, Starlink's latency remained below 70 milliseconds with a latency of 45 milliseconds achievable 77% of the time. And to put some perspective on things, the speed of light from Chicago to New York is about 13.3 milliseconds. Now, I've seen fast wired connections that see about 18 milliseconds, but more typically, it's in the 20 to 24 milliseconds range. Now, latency in satellite communications has historically been pretty high in the 45 milliseconds to 600 milliseconds range. And I know tens of milliseconds doesn't sound like much, but over billions of packets, it really adds up. And to give you some perspective on this, here is my voice with one millisecond of delay. Here's my voice with 30 milliseconds of delay. And, and here's my voice with a 70 millisecond delay. Now, speed of light to low Earth orbit is typically between 2 and 27 milliseconds. But the lower the satellite, the faster it needs to orbit. This means that the satellite will be available for shorter windows of time, which brings challenges for things like signal variation, handoffs between satellites, and acquisition delays. Now, Elon Musk claims that their goal is to get the latency below 20 milliseconds, which would be a pretty incredible feat, but still slower than a wired LAN connection or point-to-point -point microwave in most cases. For some perspective, a wired local link from 30 miles outside of the city of Chicago to Chicago's network access point or NAP is typically under one millisecond. And this is one of the reasons why I've always advised people to check the latency between locations when purchasing real estate or planning data centers so they can make sure it will work for them. Now you can find good connectivity in most major cities, but outside of that, it can often get really difficult. And the promise of satellite communications bringing access to locations that are really underserved is pretty 
cool, but just be prepared to manage your expectations. Now this discussion was a bit more on the nerdy side, so let me know if you like things like this that are more technical in the comments, or let me know what else you want me to talk about. And as always, thanks for watching. If you like what you heard, please give us a like and think about subscribing, and I will see you in the next video.